Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked. Republicans, of course, must denounce this, especially Republican office holders. On the other hand, when our folks are attacked, Democrats can ignore it, especially Democrat office holders. Oh, also, COVID definitely came from the lab. Yeah, we got the receipts. COVID, the Wu flu, the China virus, definitely came from the lab. Got the receipts today. This is a very special edition of the Doc Washburn Show. Welcome to the Voice of the Resistance with Doc Washburn, where the show that pushes back against the Uniparty and lets you in on the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. This is episode 271 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. For Saturday, October 29th, 2022, just so you understand where I'm coming from, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. More evidence comes out all the time that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. Also, I will never call Joe Biden president because it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. I will never pretend a man can become a woman, and I will never forget about the January 6th political prisoners most Republican politicians refuse to mention. And August 8th, 2022, the day the Biden regime's secret police conducted an unprecedented and unconstitutional raid on the home of a former president of the United States is a day that shall live in infamy. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Also, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. All right, so what's the deal with Paul Pelosi? Paul Pelosi. Okay, American Greatness, Deborah Hine has the article, Paul Pelosi's attacker identified as 42-year-old nudist activist David DePape. An assailant identified as David DePape reportedly attacked Paul Pelosi, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, with a hammer at the couple's home in San Francisco early Friday morning. 42-year-old DePape is a prominent nudist activist. Whatever that is, I guess people in San Francisco like to run around no clothes on. And hemp jewelry maker, so he makes jewelry out of hemp, from Berkeley, California, and a member, member of the Green Party, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. Well, now, all the Democrats are acting like this guy was some kind of MAGA guy, you know? Like the kind of guy that Jussie Smollett would run into in the middle of a, a polar vortex at 2 a.m., you know, going to get a sandwich from Subway. And the, the kind that is actually a, a Nigerian brother, but uh, saying um, this is MAGA country with a noose and bleach. Right? I mean, that was the impression we were laboring under. Anyway, Mr. David DePape, they're saying, allegedly entered the home through a sliding glass door. And then we got the, the tweet here from the uh, public information officer of San Francisco Police, Sergeant Adam Lobsinger, who says on 10-28-22, 2 a.m., San Francisco Police Department responded to the 2600 block of Broadway for a home break-in. 
During the incident, an 82-year-old male was attacked. The suspect was taken into custody. The victim was transported to a local hospital. SFPD Chief Scott will address the media at police headquarters. And indeed, he did. Deborah Hine, AM Greatness, says, Although it's not completely clear, both men appear to be fighting over a single hammer when police arrived on the scene. San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott said during a news conference on Friday that at approximately 2.27 a.m., officers were dispatched to the Pelosi residence for a grade A wellness check. When they arrived, officers encountered an adult male and Pelosi's husband, Paul. Uh, you know what? Let me just let me just play let me just play this for you because um the San Francisco police chief may have bigger problems on his hands because he has misgendered Nancy Pelosi. When the officers arrived on scene, they encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Wait. Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul? Uh, wait, what? And Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Uh, I think Nancy identifies as a female. That's a checked. So would it be Mrs. Pelosi's husband, Paul? Man, this guy's in a world of hurt. This guy's in for the, the San Francisco police chief. He's misgendered Nancy Pelosi, one of the most powerful people in the country. What? Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, San Francisco police chief is black, so maybe he can skate on this one. And I'm sure he's a Democrat. I, you know, it's so hard for me to keep track of um, the categories and intersectionality to figure out who can get away with stuff and who is always a victim. But, you know, it just, you know, it, it, it kind of stuck out to me when he said, when he, you, you know, when, when he said. And Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Yeah, because Nancy is a female. And she even identifies a female. I don't know. I don't know. She might have pronouns on her social media. I'll bet she does have the she, her up there. But wait, there's more. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody, requested emergency backup. Okay, so the guy waits. He doesn't attack Paul Pelosi until the police get there so they can witness it. That's kind of... um. Kind of different, you know. That's kind of strange. Uh, I mean, I just, uh, oh, no, no, I got more. I got more. Um, okay, police radio about the intruder. We'll get to that. But first, uh, Jonathan Hunt over on Fox. 
up there is reporting, Martha, uh, that the suspect was arrested in his underwear and the authorities have found a manifesto, as they put it, on social media involving conspiracy theories, including anti-government COVID police. And you have the guy's Green Party. He's not a MAGA guy. Green Party is like, you know, left of Democrats. I don't know if that's still possible, but it used to be. So, police radio. This is interesting. I don't know if you're going to be able to, if it's all going to be intelligible over the podcast, but I'll tell you what they're saying. Four car, priority 910, 2640 Broadway, cross of Scott and Normandy. Paper 14 hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. Is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. Go over and back and copy. So, Paul Pelosi calls the cops and says, I've got this guy here. I don't know him, but he's a friend of mine named David. But I don't know him, but he's a friend named David. He's going to wait till my wife gets here. Uh, I mean, it's kind of funky, you know. I know, I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking, Doc. Don't judge. But, yeah, there's this guy here in the house, and, um, I don't know him, but he's a friend. He's a guy named David. I don't know him, though. He's a friend. Uh, so all Republicans have to, uh, have to um, condemn this attack. Senator John Bozeman, rhino Republican, run for re-election, Arkansas, came right out and condemned it on social media. Now, when a volunteer for Marco Rubio was recently beaten within an inch of his life in the Miami area, you see any Democrat politicians condemning that? No, I don't think so. When Rand Paul was attacked by his neighbor, which uh, who broke six ribs and punctured his lung, Nancy Pelosi's daughter, Christine Pelosi, went on Twitter and said Rand Paul's neighbor was right. What are you going to do with that? I mean, what are you going to do with that? How about the um, the 18-year-old in North Dakota was run over by the... Um, Liberal Democrat activist, Kaylor Ellingson. North Dakota police slapped down road rage drivers claimed that the 18-year-old he ran over and killed was a Republican extremist who had a political argument with him saying there's no evidence of that. Shannon Brandt is the alleged murderer, fled the scene of the fatal crash. Charged with, charged with um, criminal vehicular homicide. Well, how come all the the Democrat politicians 
don't have to uh, condemn that. You know what I'm saying, Holmes? Why is what's good for the goose not good for the gander? No, dutifully, dutifully, Republican politicians are condemning the attack on Paul Pelosi. Yeah. Because the media wants you to think that the attacker is some kind of a MAGA Trump guy. Right? And so, of course, Republican members of Congress are like, oh, we gotta, we got to condemn that. You know, it's violence. Oh, could have been one of our guys? Ooh. Gee whiz. Yeah, better condemn that. But the Democrats don't have to. You know, the great Colonel Kurt Schlichter says, like Rand Paul, Paul Pelosi is having to undergo emergency surgery after being attacked. I propose we return to the old rule, rejecting all political violence against anyone. But that change requires an acknowledgement of what the new left rule is and an admission that it is wrong. And he has a screenshot of Christine Pelosi's tweet saying Rand Paul's neighbor was right. So this guy was also an illegal alien. But what's he doing at Pelosi's house when Nancy's out of town in his underwear? And why does the hammer fight not start until the cops get there? I don't know, Holmes. I don't know, but I, I I got a little I got another little piece of audio for you. Um This was pretty interesting. So there's this guy on Twitter, Austin Frisch. He does something called the Frisch Report. About how the media lies to you. And he got audio of a reporter on a hot mic after the San Francisco police press conference regarding Paul Pelosi, and the reporter is on the phone with his boss asking if it's okay to report about what kind of person the alleged attacker really is. And it went something like this. Some of that was probably hard to understand. On the phone with his boss, the reporter says, hey, so is this the dude that is a former nudist dude? Yeah, okay. Uh, is it okay to say any of that stuff? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, let me go see what they have over here. I'll, I'll call you back. Bye. I often watch the news talking about stories that I'm already aware of. And I notice 
They leave stuff out. They leave stuff out. L.A. Times says uh, at the start of the break-in, Paul Pelosi told the intruder he had to use the bathroom, then made a surreptitious 911 call on his cell phone and left the line open. Sources familiar with the attack told the L.A. Times. Dispatcher Heather Grimes could hear Pelosi talking to his attacker and alerted officers to the scene. Really? So, So that's how it went down. Another screenshot from the newspaper. The Pelosi home is located in Pacific Heights, one of the most exclusive and typically safest parts of San Francisco. The neighborhood also has its own security. All the more reason neighbors were shocked by the attack. I really don't know how it could happen, Grover said. I see the security all night. They start about 6 p.m. and go until 6 a.m. She added, it's very, very sad what has happened. I hope he's okay. Oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. So Ryan Yamamoto over KPIX TV, CBS News, Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland. They got a helicopter with... A shot of the Pelosi house from outside. Video of it, actually. Short video. And the reporter says, over the home, they got a helicopter. Over the home with Speaker Nancy Pelosi shows a shattered window with a suspect who broke into the home and attacked Paul Pelosi may have gotten in. Well, first of all, they said sliding glass door, and that's not what this is. Second of all, the glass is on the outside. What does that tell you? If you break a window trying to get in, the glass is going to be on the inside, right? The glass on the outside looks like somebody's trying to break a window to get out. Uh, I mean... Why Why would that be? You know what I'm saying? Why would somebody break a window trying to get out? Uh, why is police radio saying that Paul Pelosi said, I don't know this guy, but his name's David. He's a friend. Uh Interesting timing. Suspect was clothed only in his underwear when he's arrested. Well, I wonder what Paul Pelosi had on. So the alleged attackers being booked on attempted homicide, elderly abuse, burglary, and other charges. Well, now usually, if you know, usually you get let out on your own recognizance if you attack somebody in a place like San Francisco. Think it'll be different this time. I'm just saying. American Greatness reporting Paul Pelosi is reportedly being treated at Zuckerberg San Francisco General Hospital for bruising, severe swelling, and other blunt force injuries. 
Nancy Zavis released a statement saying 82-year-old Paul Pelosi was hospitalized but was expected to make a full recovery. The speaker and her family requested privacy at this time. Um, U.S. Capitol Police also released a statement saying they're assisting the FBI and the San Francisco Police with a joint investigation into the alleged break-in. What, what is what, what, U.S. Capitol Police supposed to be over the Capitol? Oh! The statement said special agents with the U.S. Capitol Police's California field office quickly arrived on scene while a team of investigators from the department's threat assessment section was simultaneously dispatched from the East Coast to assist the FBI and the San Francisco police with a joint investigation. Did you know that the U.S. Capitol Police has field offices hundreds, sometimes thousands of miles away from the U.S. Capitol? They do. You know what it reminds me of way back in the day when Barack Obama said we need a national police force? Looks like they're uh, trying to make that come true. Some conservatives on Twitter questioned how an assailant would be able to break into the Pelosi's home given his high level of security. Civil rights attorney Harmeet Dillon tweeted out, my firm served a lawsuit against Paul Pelosi one time in San Francisco after attempting to serve it at other residences, Napa, Georgetown. They weren't home, but staff was home, and multiple law enforcement officers were on the perimeter. Break-in is odd given this level of security. Well, I don't think he broke in. Senator Rand Paul, Republican Kentucky, wished Mr. Pelosi a speedy recovery, unlike Nancy Pelosi's daughter, who mocked the 2017 violent attack on the senator at his home that left him seriously injured. He mentioned that in his tweet. Part of Rand Paul's lung had to be surgically removed after a neighbor attacked him over his political views. Meanwhile, the left is stoking a narrative that the deranged nudist activist is a violent right-wing extremist. According to reports, the assailant's actual target was Nancy Pelosi. According to a CNN source who was allegedly briefed on the attack, the intruder confronted the speaker's husband in their San Francisco home shouting, where's Nancy, where's Nancy? CNN frequent guest, law professor Lawrence Tribe says, this is nightmarish. I wish Paul Pelosi a full and rapid recovery. The far right has normalized the use of violence, even against the families of public officials with whom somebody might disagree. This absolutely must stop. Yeah, the far right. This guy's in the Green Party. He makes stuff out of, out of hemp. He's a member of the Castro nudist protesters, Castro being a section of San Francisco. The far right. Come on, man. Igor Volsky, vice president of the Center for American Progress, tried to blame the attack on Republican political ads. I wonder if the whole thing's a setup. Attorney Harmy Dillon pointed out on Twitter, security cameras are everywhere in the area, so there should be plenty of evidence for law enforcement to use in their investigation. 
She said, we've been to so many social events in the immediate vicinity as well. There's security cameras everywhere, and many homes have private security. Whatever happened, law enforcement should have plenty of evidence to get to the bottom of it and find the attackers. The attorney went on to note that even in wealthy San Francisco neighborhoods, break-ins have become common. She said, the level of security for most people in San Francisco is at an all-time low in the 20-plus years I've lived here. Even in wealthy neighborhoods, hot prowl burglaries are common, almost routine. No one feels secure. If this can happen to the Pelosi's, where was security? What about the rest of us? Now, just a reminder, Paul Pelosi was arrested May 28, 2022, and later charged with driving under the influence and causing injury based upon an automobile collision and having a blood alcohol level above 0.08%, according to the Napa County District Attorney's Office. Pelosi allegedly also had a drug in his system, Fox News reported at the time. He allegedly injured the other driver while under the influence of alcoholic beverage and a drug and under their combined influence. The first count in the two-charged complaint read, Pelosi's attorney, Amanda Bevins, told Fox News, I believe the drug reference is part of the statutory boilerplate language in the complaint. Yeah, so... Again, American Greatness reporting an update in an audio recording of the Pelosi's 911 call. Dispatcher told police the reporting party, Pelosi, said there was a male in his home who wanted to wait for his wife and that he didn't know who he was, but he was a friend. Dispatcher said Pelosi sounded confused. I'll bet he was. Update, the FBI visited DePapes. Uh, Victorian home slash commune, which is dubbed a hippie collective by neighbors. It does not look like anything most people would consider to be MAGA country. Yeah. So, I mean, as I mentioned in our last episode, um, we could be out of diesel in a few weeks, but, you know, this is the important thing right before the election. 82-year-old husband of the... uh, Speaker of the House gets attacked by a, a guy who's even more liberal than he is with a hammer, but the but the assailant waits until the police get there to attack him with a hammer. Okay. All right. And um, the shattered glass where apparently he broke in is on the outside of the house, so it looks like he's trying to break out, but okay. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Move along. Is is Jesse Smollett, um, is he uh, consulting the Democrats leading up to the election? Anybody know? Where's Jesse these days? Anybody heard from him? I mean, he's got plenty of time to hit Subway all the time, even if it's not 20 below. But anyway, uh, thank you so much to our advertisers, our partners, our friends for making it possible for us to do what we do here. If you try to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to online. And they'll drive it to you no matter where you live in the continental United States. 
Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry. Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button on it that says Explore Payment Options. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options that you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door, no matter where you live in the continental United States of America, redriveryourway.com. You'll be glad you did. Thank you, Mitch Ward, our buddy, proprietor of Red River. All right, now, I want to talk to you about your chance to glorify God by cutting off money going to causes that uh, are just anathema to us and by saving money at the same time. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage and uses the same towers the main carriers use. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes as well as multi-line users. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're shifting your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given rights to freedom. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Switching is easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use the promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, now offers competitive business plans to suit companies of any size. If you're a conservative-owned business, tired of seeing your hard-earned dollars go to corporate woke agendas, switch to Patriot Mobile Business. Learn more at business.patriotmobile.com or call their 100% U.S.-based member services team at 469-FREEDOM. Be sure to use promo code DOC, D-O-C, for free activation. All right, now, when people used to tell me that eventually the mainstream media was going to bring out the truth about the Wu flu, about the China virus. I'd be like, yeah, dream on, bro. Mainstream media is not going to get all up in that stuff. But you know, I was wrong. I was wrong. 
You don't get much more mainstream than Vanity Fair. Okay? Vanity Fair. On Friday, October 28th, went out on Twitter publicizing their new article entitled COVID-19 Origins investigating a complex and grave situation inside a Wuhan lab. Oh my goodness. Let me let me let me give some love to the reporters here. Catherine Eban, E B A N and Jeff Cow, K A O. You believe this? Vanity Fair. All right, so the cool thing about Twitter is they kind of serialize it, summarize it. So you don't have to read this real, 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 real long article. On Twitter, Vanity Fair says, Breaking, a new Senate report concludes that SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, likely resulted from a research-related incident. The report includes evidence of alarming biosecurity issues at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. By the way, that was the one that Fauci was funding. Remember that? No, 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 listen to me. Barack Obama himself said, oh, that looks dangerous, that uh, gain-of-function research. Uh, I need to put a put the quietus on that, you know? Yeah, we're going to have to put a uh, moratorium on gain-of-function research. Fauci went behind Obama's back. Obama thought it was too dangerous. Wonders never cease. Anyway, Vanity Fair says, given advanced access to these materials... What materials? Let me back up, start over. Breaking, a new Senate report. Oh, the okay, the Senate report. All right, sorry. Given advance access to these materials, Vanity Fair and ProPublica cross-referenced documents published on the Wuhan Institute of Virology website with patent filings, records of scientific experiments, and other sources to provide the clearest picture yet of a laboratory institute in crisis. Now, ProPublica, they um, they do a lot of muckraking. They do a lot of digging. They do a lot of investigative journalism. They tend to lean left, just like Vanity Fair. But they're blowing this up. Vanity Fair continues. Catherine Eban and Jeffrey Cowell write... The authors of the interim report do not claim to have definitively solved the mystery of COVID-19's origin, but the research concludes that a lab accident was most likely responsible for the pandemic. They have a screenshot here from the article, which says, in response to detailed questions, a Chinese embassy spokesperson, Lin Pingyu, said that an international team convened by the World Health Organization concluded that the allegation of lab leaking is extremely unlikely. The conclusion should be respected. No, no. No, no. Not going to respect the conclusion. Absolutely, positively not. The guy in charge of the World Health Organization, that doctor, what's his face, Tedros? He's not really a doctor. He's a former terrorist. He got his job because the Chinese wanted him in there. You know, not even gonna lie, fam. That that's that's what it is. 
Now, the great Jason Howerton over on Twitter responding to this breaking news from Vanity Fair said, just so I'm tracking here, the virus did, in fact, likely come from a lab. The vaccine never stopped transmission, even as we ruined people's lives and livelihoods. Mask mandates never worked. We put kids through hell for no reason and delayed development. Do I have all that right? And like you really expect all of us just to trust the experts after this blank show? He says, I'm not relishing in this at all, by the way. The damage that has been done to the trust in America's institutions is incalculable. Not good when that happens to a country. You know, I, I got to tell you something. Um, ever since it was reported that an executive from Pfizer said under oath at the uh, European Union Parliament that they did not test the vaccine before they rolled it out in the market to see if it was any good at stopping the virus. I don't know about where you live, but in Arkansas, the health department has doubled down and tripled down. Like, hey, 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 hey. You got to get the vash, you got to get the booster, you got to protect other people. It's ridiculous, man. Absolutely, positively ridiculous. Now, the great Hans Monkey over at theepictimes.com responding to this uh, joint effort by Vanity Fair and ProPublica says, published a piece on this based on what's in the Senate report, but before ProPublica published full details. The ProPublica article is very long. Senate minority had nine people working on this for 15 months. Results were given to ProPublica. Beyond any doubt, the virus came out of the Wuhan lab. Okay. And he goes on to say, why did Senate investigators share crucial information with narrative fabricators like Vanity Fair and ProPublica, but not with the public? Watch the bait and switch here. Vanity Fair and ProPublica blaming Trump for the letter to Lancet. Lancet is the big medical journal in the UK, which was published long before Trump said anything about a lab leak. Yep. Here's a screenshot from the article. In April 2020, Trump declared a press co- at a press conference that COVID-19, or Kung Flu, as he soon began calling it, had come from a lab in China. When pressed on the evidence for this claim, he declared, I can't tell you that. I'm not allowed to tell you that. As a conspiratorial rabble trained its sites on the Wuhan Institute of Virology generally and Xi Jinping specifically, Western scientists rushed to their defense. A statement signed by 27 scientists and published by the Lancet Medical Journal on February 19th, 2020. Oh, two months before Trump said anything about it. Said, we stand together to strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. I thought they were going to try to hang this on Trump, but I didn't see how they could do it. Hans Monkey continues to be clear. This is pure gaslighting. Every single Lancet signatory was connected to the Wuhan lab, all 27 of them. They did not care 
I can't just, you know, cuss. They did not care about Chinese scientists, only about themselves. Disgraceful that Vanity Fair and ProPublica falsely blame Trump and what they call conspiratorial babble. By the way, why did Republican in name only Senator Richard Burr of North Carolina, the Trump hater, who subpoenaed Trump Jr. on Russiagate after Mueller said there was no collusion, issue such a strong report because it absolves U.S. collaborators like Anthony Fauci while blaming China. As a bonus, Vanity Fair takes care of orange man bad. Oh, I see. Hans Monkey continues, check out how Burr paints the NIH as a victim, as if they knew nothing about the experiments in Wuhan and cancel the grant when they weren't given notes. Total gaslighting. NIH knew everything from the start. Senator Burr knows the game is up. He's running interference for Anthony Fauci. But Burr got out. CCP info, which shows that COVID came out of the Wuhan lab, and the CCP knew and covered things up. Great. But Burr buried Fauci in U.S. government role. Burr also involved Vanity Fair for anti-Trump spin. Not great. It's a classic limited hangout. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, you got to sometimes read the tea leaves, you know? Now, I've never trusted Richard Burr. No. Okay, so there's more. There's more. Emily Kopp, reporter at U.S. Right to Know, whatever that is, previously led COVID-19 coverage for the uh, Congressional Quarterly Roll Call. She says, Xi Jinping himself may have been briefed on this November 2019 safety emergency. And Zhao Yusin filed a patent on a COVID vaccine in February 2020 on an unusually short timeline. He was reported to be deceased later that year. The great Jeff Carlson over the epictimes.com says, U.S. Consul General in Wuhan, Russell Westergaard, said by mid-October 2019, the dedicated team of the U.S. Consulate General in Wuhan knew that the city had been struck by what was thought to be an unusually virus flu season, uh, an unusually vicious flu season, that is. Almost impossible that Xi Jinping didn't know by November. But again, what good does it do us if the report is trying to blame Trump and China? We know China was in on it. Trump obviously caught him off guard. He wasn't in on anything. But they're letting Fauci and the NIH off the hook. That's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But 
It reminds me of the words of the great uh, philosopher David Byrne of the Talking Heads, same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. All right, thank you again to our advertisers for making it possible for us to do what we do. Day in and day out, now into our second year. I would like to tell you about the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo, psoriasis, blood sugar problems, migraines? Well, the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you. Let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs two ounces, so it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. I had severe hay fever five or six weeks every spring all my life. I have bad migraines too. Now, once I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away. The migraines went away too, and they never came back. Again, if you are suffering from sinus conditions, allergies, vertigo, blood sugar issues, psoriasis, migraines, do yourself a favor. Call my friends the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation. They have helped me. They helped my wife. They've helped so many people that we know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number again for your free consultation, 501-279-2009. Or if you live outside Central Arkansas, you'd like to find a practitioner close to you, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. Click on the button that says, find a doctor near you. And I sure hope that you can. So, I guess it's about time to say, hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. Red River Your Way, big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States of America. Um, this is kind of rough. A guy I've been following for many years called himself Party Man Randy. He's the author of uh, a number of books. And I guess, I guess if you buy his books, you get the, you get, you get like his real name. Yeah. His real name is Landon Nepp, but he goes by Party Man Randy on Twitter, just so you know. In the interest of full disclosure, for those of you scoring at home. So he says, this is our tweet of the day, he says, it's not enough for elected Republicans to condemn the attack on Paul Pelosi. They must pass legislation making October Male Escort Drug Freakout Awareness Month. This 
must never be allowed to happen again. I told you it was rough. All right, you've been listening to episode 271 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansur's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansur Sempier the Tenth. Well, that's the way it is. Saturday, October 29th, 2022.